And 7.04, Wednesday evening, we are ready to uh, rock and roll. As always, 416-870-6400-STAR-640. On your cell, you have uh, employment questions, severance questions, workplace rights questions. Bring them on. We'll answer them over the next hour here. Lior is uh, raring to go. We'll get to the severance pay calculator as well. A lot of other things we want to cover tonight. We're going to go through a bunch of email as well because they've been stacking up and piling up. So we'll empty the email inbox. As first, uh, we always start every show with a week that was. How are you, pal? Hey, John. Thank you very much. Always a real pleasure to be back here. As our producer, Space says, our flagship show on, mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights. And, and here to talk about employment law and workplace rights and answer all your questions. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you about the week that was, but hey, if your week is not going well, if your week is, is not too great because something's happened in the workplace, well, you know what? Give us a call. Maybe we can make the rest of your week better or at least answer some questions and alleviate the concerns that you have. So we're here till 8 o'clock tonight. Happy to answer those questions. Now, before I talk about the week that was, John, just before we went on the air, mm-hmm. I, I was reading online that Walmart announced that uh, it's going to be laying off uh, over 400 people, potentially as much as over 400 people uh, across Canada. Uh, just for for uh, business reasons, uh, and you know, Walmart doesn't like me very much. I, I've done many cases with Walmart over the years, and and I understand what to look for. So, if you have questions, if you're one of the people affected by Walmart, you want to know what you're owed, you want to know what this all means, give me a call. Don't hesitate. Uh, but of course, let's start off with a couple of situations that I saw this week, John. Uh, the first situation uh, has to do with the issue of resignation. We talked on the show uh, very recently about what this means to resign. Well, clearly this employer I'll tell you about wasn't listening to that show. Uh, so what happened is I, uh, this, the employee that they had who called me, worked for a company for three years, uh, got a, a very negative performance review. It wasn't a good performance review. And you know whether or not it was justified or not justified, it's a different question. Mm-hmm. And they, But he certainly felt that it wasn't. Uh, justified, and they wanted him to sign it and accept it. He refused. So ultimately, what the company said is, well, if you're not going to accept it, if you're not going to sign it, then you're considered to have resigned. Uh, and he still said, well, no, I don't want to sign it. I'm not going to resign. I'm I, I'm not comfortable with it. So he didn't sign it, and sure enough, he gets a letter from the company, uh, you've resigned, we accept your resignation, and we wish you all the best. That's when he called me, and he wanted to know, well, wait a second, did I resign? Well, John, seriously, an employer can really think that that Mm -hmm. is a resignation? Of course it's not a resignation. The employer, by definition, cannot decide when or if the employee resigns. Only the employee can decide that. The employer can't say, hey, if if you don't do this, then you resign. When I was a kid, I used to play basketball, and we used to, you know, joke around. I used to say to someone, "Hey, if you don't make this shot, you owe me a million dollars." Well, it's that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's it's you can't say, "Well, if you don't do this, then you resign." So, because of that, John, it's not a resignation. An employee doesn't have to accept a, a performance review that the employee doesn't agree with, uh, and they're not considered to have resigned. If the employer wants to let the employee go, they can. They'd have to pay severance. But that's a termination, yeah. not a resignation. So remember, whether it's a performance review situation, whether it's any other situation, your employer can't decide if you resign. Only you can decide that. Okay? Very, very important, John. Big time. What else you got going on? Second situation, we always talk about don't mess with mama. Yep. Well, let's not forget the other side of that, which is don't mess with papa. Uh, the same thing applies. So we know, of course, that, that fathers also have a right to parental leave up to 37 weeks here in Ontario. Well, in this situation, a very nice young gentleman was having a baby, told his employer that he's planning on taking the full 37 weeks. Uh, well, not a week later, the employer says, 
listen, uh, you know, we, we respect your right to take a parental leave, but we need you here. And then if you're not going to be here for that long, we have to let you go. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're going to wow. let you go and pay you severance. And that's when he called me. Well, John, that is illegal. That would be a violation of the Employment Standards Act. That's a violation of the Human Rights Code. You cannot let someone go uh, because he's taking a parental leave, just like you can't let uh, an expecting mother uh, go because she's going to take a maternity leave. It's illegal. You can't do that. doesn't matter if there's a business reason. The law is the law. So I'm dealing with it right now. And beyond the issue of the human rights, they also offered him a really bad severance. He was a four-year employee. They offered him uh, six weeks pay. He's probably Mm -hmm. owed six months pay. So we have a human rights violation and a wrongful dismissal. So remember, you don't mess with mama, but you don't mess with papa either. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Nini, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. What's uh, what's your concern tonight? Uh, So my concern is my husband has been working as a superintendent for as long as, you know, for so many years. Uh, just you know, I, I, as you might know, uh, they get compensated uh, not not greatly, but they do get the um, a unit free of charge. Mm-hmm. My right. concern is once he does reach retirement, uh, there is no pension plan. So, is, is there a pension plan out there for this type of uh, job? Uh, is he in a, in the wrong place, or is there any recommendation uh, that you can provide to me that we want to ensure that once he d- does reach retirement, that he's able to survive because obviously the pension wouldn't be enough. Well, the only pension that would be available if, if there's not an employer, uh, an employer sponsored plan is the Canada pension plan. And, and obviously your husband as an employee would have contributed to the Canada pension plan. And on that basis, he would be able to, to get payment every month. I mean, it's not a great amount. That's, that's a fair comment. But beyond that and beyond any RRSPs, if he has it or if he's contributed to them, there would be no other pension plan, uh, plan uh, other than the Canada Pension Plan. Which is really minimal. And I think that's where my concern is because yeah. the amount of salary he gets, yeah. it's extremely hard to put aside the money for the RRSP to complement his pension when, once he reaches age of 65. So uh, I, I always wonder, like, is there um, a benefit out there for, for these type of superintendent, or is it just general all superintendent? No, I, I mean, I, I, unless he again, unless he, he creates his own, uh, you know, RSP, there really isn't nothing else that's available other than the Canada Pension Plan. It, it is unfortunate. I understand what you mean, but but the employer doesn't have to provide one, and that's just the Canada Pension Plan. Appreciate your call, uh, Nini. We'll take a short break. Your call's coming around the corner here. Just uh, give us uh, time for a short break. The number, 416-870-6400, star 640. On Sell the Employment Hour, the um, Wednesday night edition continues. Talk radio, AM 640. Yeah, 416-870-6400, star 640 on Sell. That's the number you want to use. We'd love to talk to you tonight. Uh, Mikey, hey, pal, how are you? Good evening. Oh, never better, guys. Never better. Thanks for taking my call. What is happening with you? Well, the question is, as a salaried employee, uh, can the company tell you that you have to work, say, uh, your regular shift Monday to Friday, be it 8 to 4, and then come in and work a Saturday, Sunday, and not get paid for the Saturday and Sunday because the company has a big project on the go and you're expected to work it, Hmm. and not be compensated with overtime and not be compensated with any uh, time in lieu of? So uh, let's start with the, the can they make you work and then let's talk about the payment now in terms of making you work on the weekend is that something that they've done regularly or is this a new thing that they're asking you to do this is a you there yep we're here yeah, man. i'm here okay yeah it's a it's a special project that they have on the go okay 
So it's not something that you've had to do before with other 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 projects. Hey, Mikey. No, it's, it's, uh, oh, yeah. They're putting in a new uh, new. I'm having a hard time. You still there, Mike? We got you. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. They're so so this is something new, right? They haven't they haven't okay. been doing this forever. So, so let, let, let me let me try to explain it, Mike. We're having a hard time hearing you. So here's where it is. If they haven't done this before, then they can't change the terms of employment by now saying now you have to come in on the weekends. You have the right to say no. That's not your job, and, and they can't punish you for it. They, they can, I guess, hypothetically decide to let you go without cause and with severance, uh, but but they can't say, well, now you're being punished. No, that's not possible. If you do decide to come in, uh, even though you don't have to, they have to pay you if that week you're going to be working more than 44 hours a week. If you work more than 44 hours a week, unless you're a manager uh, that's exempt from overtime or unless you're an IT person, for example, that's exempt from overtime, they have to pay time and a half for any hours over 44 hours a week. So they can't make you, and they, if you do agree, they have to pay overtime if you work more than 44 hours a week. Yeah. That makes so sense? Have, oh, it makes sense. So I just want to be clear. You don't have to go in if you don't want to. No, you don't have to go in, and, and if they did give you a hard time, if they try to suggest that they're going to punish you, you give me a call right away, and I'll, I'll set them straight. Mikey, that number, by the way, if you need it afterwards, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That's to get a hold of Lior Sad. How are you? Hello? Hi. Hi. Uh, am I on the air? Yeah, go ahead. What's your concern? Okay. So, basically, I, I got let go um, right about eight months in a company full-time. Got let go in November, end of November. And uh, basically, I was sick for about five days, and I brought in a doctor's note for it. And uh, basically, what they told me is, regardless of the doctor's note, I did still have to report and call in every day. And according to their company policy, one no call, no show means an automatic termination. Uh, regardless of the doctor's note, which I brought in beforehand, um, I still had to call in. I, I wasn't told I was supposed to call in when I was bringing in the note. And... Yep. Uh, I got let go verbally, and then, um, you know, I was totally pissed off. I went home, told my wife I just got fired, is that the other. About 15 days later, uh, between that time, I had no communication with the company. 15 days later, I received a letter at home saying, I, uh, they accept my voluntary termination. <laughs> now, uh, I was like, you know, I didn't voluntarily terminate. They, they fired me. Now, my EI just got approved. I told them the same Good. thing when it happened. It does got approved, so at least I'm going to get that. But I never got any severance. I did end up getting my two-week vacation pay, um, which was owed to me anyway. So, uh, so Sal, here's the thing. Uh, you, you obviously were wrongfully dismissed. If they let you go uh, without severance, that's a wrongful dismissal. Now, uh, obviously, uh, to the extent that they have a policy, you have to call in, whatever. They, they, they can't let you go without severance. They can't, mm-hmm. and they certainly can't call this a resignation. So... Eight so months, what kind of a job? What were you doing? I was uh, customer service, essentially. Um, it was concierge work uh, on behalf of a large okay. uh, company. And how old are you, Sad? I'm twenty, turning 28. Okay, so someone in your situation would be, could be entitled to up to two months' pay. All right, so okay. that's what's at stake here. So give me a call off here, and let's talk about that, and let's make sure you get it. I wouldn't wait. You've already waited since November. Waiting here is not a good idea. So, sure. so the longer time passes, the the more 
things they can raise. So give me a call off air and let's let's chat about it and get you the two months pay that you're owed. Sad that number when the show is over, by the way, or anytime, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Everyone else, uh, give us a call here. We got some uh, phones on the or at least some callers on the line. Hang on, we'll get to you. Taking a very short break here. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Right back to our calls after we take a, a short break. 723, the Wednesday night edition. Yeah, just uh, hang on there. We'll uh, we'll keep it rolling here. Get to uh, all of our phone calls as we roll through the evening. Lucy in Brampton. Good evening, Lucy. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? Good. What's your concern tonight? Um, the firm I work for um, is moving from Mississauga to Burlington. And I just, I just want to know what my obligation is to go... It's, like the distance because I have uh, small kids that I pick up after school uh, that I have already adjusted my hours for. And where do you live, Lucy? I live in Brampton. You live in Brampton. Uh, so obviously it's much closer to you to go to uh, Mississauga, Mississauga than it would be to yeah. Burlington. In yeah. any sense for you, uh, how much more travel time you'd have every day? Oh yeah. It's, it's more than double. It's oh, almost okay. It's hour. more than double. Yeah, it's almost an hour compared to 25 minutes now. And, and it would also interfere with your, your uh, child care obligations? Yeah, I mean, I would have to put them in an after-school program, which is an extra cost. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. So because, uh, uh, because of that, in that situation, uh, this is a big change for you. It's a big change for you. For some people, it may not be a big change. It's yeah. If you were living kind of in Oakville between Mississauga and, and Burlington, it may yeah. not be a big deal. But for you, it's it's a huge deal. It yeah. doubles your commute, and in addition to that, uh, you now have to uh, to spend more money potentially on childcare. So the short answer is no. Your employer can't make you, but that doesn't mean that we can necessarily stop them. All it means is that if they insist on doing it, you have a choice, and that choice is you can relocate and, and move uh, with the company over to uh, to Burlington, or you can say no leave and require them to pay you severance. It's what we call a constructive dismissal. Right. Now, Lucy, how long have you worked for the company? 19 years. 19 years. Wow. And well, what yeah. kind of a job? What do you do? Uh, I'm an administrative assistant for a, a patent law firm. Okay. Got it. And Lucy, uh, how, uh, how old are you? 42. So someone in your situation would be entitled to easily a year's pay. Okay. One year's yeah. pay. So that means that you, you, you have the option of leaving there with that compensation. So you have to make the decision what's better for you, to get your severance and leave or to relocate with the company over to, to Burlington. If you decide that you want to, to leave with severance, before you quit, before you talk to them about it, give me a call. Let's do this right. Let's do this by the book. And let's put you in the best position to get that compensation. But no, they cannot make you. You have the right and the option to leave with severance. Really? Oh, yes, yeah. you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so would you and I need to speak to off to air. Before you, before you contact them, I want you to speak to me off air. John, please give Lucy the number, and I want to speak to you as soon as possible. Yeah, Lucy, as soon as you can, one 821 5900 is that number. We'll get to, uh, to Joe here. Good evening, Joe. Good evening. I uh, just got a quick question. Uh, a, a friend of mine from work, uh, he's been there 12 years. They told him that uh, they were going to get rid of him for restructuring. And he has till next week to sign the papers or he doesn't get right. anything. Um, is that even legal if he has people with less seniority than him? Is he part of a union? No union. Mm-hmm. Then, then it is legal, yes, but they have to pay him severance. So generally speaking, a company can let someone go for any reason at any time, but severance has to be paid. Do you know what they've offered him? 
I, you know what? I don't know exactly. I know they offered him something, but I'm not sure what it is. Well, let, let's just, just so you can give him some helpful information. So 12 years. Do you know what kind of a job? What does he do? Um, he does like shipping, receiving. Okay. And, and how old is your friend? He's about mid-30s, early 30s. So someone in this situation looking at right around eight months' pay. Okay, uh, right around eight months pay is what I would assess him. So if they've offered him something in that range, he may be fine. He should still give me a call to double check. If they've offered him less than that, he definitely needs to give me a call. They can do that, but they have to pay him that severance. Okay. Okay. Can I just ask you? So, how, what is the sense of having any seniority then? If if they have seniority affects severance. So so if they can let him go, but the more seniority he has, the more severance they have to pay him. So the security that he has is that amount of severance that he pays. That, 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 that he's owed, I should say. Okay. I'll tell him to give you a show. Thanks, Joe. Excellent, Joe. Again, one 821 5900 Before the break here, we'll squeeze in uh, Thomas. Hey, Thomas, good evening. Hi, how are you? Good. What's your um, concern? So I had been working at a restaurant for about three years, and there was an ongoing issue with the chef uh, basically verbally uh, abusing me. Um, the owners knew this was going on. I talked to them about it. They decided to do nothing about it. Um, didn't even speak to him. So it, it got to the point where it, it continued and I eventually had enough and uh, walked out in the middle of my shift because I said, I'm not, uh, I'm not taking this from you anymore. And I, I left. Um, and so I was given a call the next day. They said that they would uh, consider that my resignation and uh, not to come back to work. Um, and uh, basically they told me that I uh, quit on my ROE. It said that I had quit. Right. Um, but really, there was no discussion whatsoever about uh, what had happened or or whether I wanted to come back at all or uh, anything about that. So, now, Thomas, uh, how how long ago was this? Uh, this was in um, the fall. In the fall. And have you found another job since? Yes. How long after did you find a job? Uh, about six weeks. Okay. So uh, they owe you severance. If you can, the, the thing about a situation like this is to establish what happened, to prove that you were subject to this harassment. So uh, they're not necessarily going to put up their hand and say, yes, you know, this is what happened. So we'd have to establish it. If we can establish that, that, that you were subject to this harassment uh, in your situation, you would be entitled to severance because you were able to find a job after six weeks. You would be limited in this case to the six weeks. Uh, that, that's all you would be owed. But hey, right. six weeks pay is six weeks pay. So uh, let's chat about that. I want to find out how we go about proving what records, emails, or anything else we have to, to, to show and prove the harassment. And if okay. we can do that, then it, it makes it very easy and we can get you the, the severance that you're owed. Okay, excellent. Thomas, uh, again, that number, one 821 5900 We'll get to your calls. Hang on. We'll uh, we'll get to you as well. Number to call through if you want to talk to Lior before 8 o'clock. Of course, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Yeah, you got plenty of time to call through between now and 8 o'clock. Get your uh, questions answered by Lior. He's uh, set and ready to go tonight on fire. Carlos, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? Good. What's your concern, sir? Uh, my concern is over the years. I uh, seven and a half years in this company. I in Mississauga. I endured some humiliation, and I develop a mental health uh, is disease, a disability. And over the years, I was accommodated. Yeah, but the company didn't 
ask me for an update. I'm still continue under the supervision of my or the hospital and uh, my doctor. However, this company based on reorganization during the five or five years, they they decided to to uh, let me go this morning. So uh, I like to know what is my options uh, because I think I feel this is a. Uh, discrimination against my uh, not only my age and my situation, my medical condition, and it was a, uh, and also was a corroborated by my doctor, yeah, and uh, and they are sending me to my, to my specialist as well. I will yeah. continue with uh, with work. I can continue, but they decided for organization. What they do, in my opinion, was a, a blatant discrimination. Now, Carlos, were you part of a union? No, they don't have union. Okay. And you were there for five years? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. And sorry, what kind of job? What were you doing? Well, warehouse. Warehouse. Okay. And how old are you, Carlos? 50. 50. Okay. Someone in your situation is entitled to eight months pay. What What have they offered you? Nothing. They, they offered me something, but I was completely in shock. In shock, what happened? I couldn't articulate any word. So what I did is I left the office and and ran. I, I, to be honest, I, I I couldn't continue okay. dealing with this because uh, I have some limitations. Okay, but the thing is, uh, my limitation was corroborated by the by the, the doctor and the specialist. But they ignore this uh, this uh, recommendation by by the doctor. I was accommodated by this company. So, Carlos, here's the thing. It may well sound, it does sound like there's human rights issues here in that they may let let you go. They may have let you go because of your medical condition. That's illegal. Aside from that fact, they owe you eight months paid just on the severance front, but they also may owe you other damages because what they've done potentially is illegal. Now, you you have a serious matter uh, and a very serious situation. It's more than I can do justice for right here on the air. So, Carlos, you and I need to sit down, take our time, not be rushed, and talk on talk off air. So, I want to speak to you. Give me a call in the morning. I'll be in the office, and let's sit down and talk about this. John, please give Carlos the number. He really needs to call me. Carlos, do so. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred again. One eight five five eight two one. 5,900. Mike, good evening. Good evening, guys. How are you, pal? What's going on? Great. Happy to be on. Uh, Guys, I've been working in IT for about six years now, and a rotating shift was never a requirement of either the employment agreement or not something I've had to do so far. It is now a hard requirement, I've been told, and there's no way to get out of it. And I'm wondering what my options are here with regards to... um, now, uh, how long have you been there? Uh, six years. Six years, and you've never had to work a rotating shift? That's correct. Okay. So uh, unless you signed an employment agreement back six years ago when you started, it specifically says, we have the right to change your shifts. Unless you sign an agreement that says that, no, they can't do that. That's a huge change to go from uh, the shift you have to rotating shifts, which means you can say no. And if they say, well, too bad, we're doing it anyway, at that point, you have the right to treat that as a constructive dismissal, leave and get severance. Uh, what, what do you do? What kind of a job, Mike? Uh, IT. IT. Okay, got it. And how old are you? Uh, 30 years old. 
So in your situation, you're, you're looking potentially as much as six months pay. You know, it would be five, six months pays what they would owe you if you treat that as a constructive dismissal. So the starting point is to look at your employment agreement from six years ago. I highly, mm-hmm. highly doubt that it says that they can change your shifts. Uh, if I'm right, then you have the right to treat that as a constructive dismissal, to say no. Uh, if they insist, you can leave with compensation. So why don't you give me a call off air? Let me review your employment agreement to make sure that there's nothing there that changes the analysis. And then if you decide that you don't want to work the rotating shifts and they're insisting, I'll help you get the severance that you wrote. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Okay, Mike, thank you. We'll get to uh, Gary. Thanks for hanging in. Gary, what's uh, what's your concern? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. No worries. Uh, I have uh, two quick questions. One, I was let go this week from a um, restaurant chain where I was director of catering, and it was my responsibility to get catering orders. And they let me go um, for the reason that they said there wasn't enough business coming in. I've only been there nine months. Uh, So my two questions are, uh, in the letter they gave me detailing my dismissal, they said I have to respond within four days. So I'm wondering, do I have to respond within four days? And I'm wondering if I'm owed more than two weeks severance, which is what they gave me. So, so let's start with the second question first. Uh, nine months, director of catering, and how old are you? Uh, I'm 42, and I do have an email from the person who was my boss saying that I was really trying hard, I was doing a good job, but the right. business just wasn't there. Now, just so I can put that in perspective, what was your salary level? Uh, I was making about 50000 Okay. So someone in your situation is looking at right around three months pay. Okay. So that's what they always forget about the two weeks. It's, it's three months pay. The only way it would be less than that is if when you started working there nine months ago, you signed an employment agreement uh, that had excellent language that limits your entitlements. So, uh, so, so no, you're owed more than two weeks. You're owed about three months pay. Now, I always say this on the show, your legal rights don't expire in four days, okay? Your legal rights are what they are, and in fact, you have up to two years to pursue your legal rights. So I wouldn't worry about the deadline. You need to worry about making sure that what you're getting is proper. If it takes you five days or 14 days or 40 days, that's fine. Uh, So the good news is you don't need to wait 40 days. You can give me a call whenever you want. Call me in the morning. Send me a copy of of the the severance letter they gave you, a copy of your employment agreement, and I'll tell you in about 30 seconds whether it is, in fact, uh, the three months that I told you. And if it is, it's going to be very easy to get it. You certainly get more than two weeks pay, not even an issue. Uh, so so don't freak out about this deadline. Uh, we can deal with it. All good, Gary. Here's the number you want to uh, call and keep. It's one 821 5900 And you want to reach out with an email as well, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. We'll take another quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. See you, Gurpreet. Hang in there, pal. And uh, anyone else, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Employment Hour continues right till 8 o'clock. Yeah, you bet. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. That is the number you want to use. Get right back to it. Uh, Gurpreet, good evening. How are you? Good. How are you doing, folks? Good. What's uh, what's your concern, man? Uh, I've been working for a company for uh, like almost uh, five years. <laughs> so last year, our company was acquired by another uh, another big company. So now we are basically merged down to that company. So yeah. my position is network admin in uh, in IT field. <laughs> Even last year, the management was different. So they they reviewed me like since since I'm with my previous company. So my reviews never came negative. So I was always performing good, and I'm I'm doing the same work uh, as as I've been doing since the start. <laughs> so this year, so my manager changed. So 
we, we, so he sat with me to review when we we were sitting and talking so he said yeah you're performing good so you're doing good so um then couple days back so he called me he said you know what we cannot give you raise this year so i said like what is the concern like tell me the concern so you know they said we we've been we've been watching you for one one year like you know uh, you're not performing good blah 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 like they're kind of you know making the story behind it so even right. even since that i'm reporting to that manager so his uh, behavior is not good so i've been always sensing that he's kind of thinking of getting rid of me because of the because of the company laws and the employment laws he can't do it he's kind of you know forcing me to resign so you know he's trying to create that kind of environment so i'm so what happens repeat what happened So the happen is that so before he agreed to raise raise my salary like every year basically there's a raise so I've been getting the raise for since since I've joined the company like I'm telling you now this is a different company's management which has bought my original company so so uh, he he agreed when we sat together and uh, discussed about the concern he didn't have any big concern he said yeah you need to learn little more little bit more on on the other side of the company repeat I, i need to know if they if they let you go repeat no they did not let me go but the, this is kind of environment you know he's trying to build that i see. i, I so 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 you you're obviously concerned the fact that they, they, out of the blue they give you a, a bad performance review and they wouldn't give you a raise when when no. you don't think it's justified so, it is not justified he clearly told me no then i have i asked him that hey, tell me one reason he said no 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 there's no no one reason so you're not doing this you're not doing that and so i i'm confident i'm doing whatever work is being given to me right, right? so i i sometimes i'm i'm even going you know beyond the call of duty and taking other people's work as well gurpeet so let me give you my thoughts here okay uh let me give you my thoughts here's here's how this works uh there's no way to make a company give you a raise and there's really no good way to make them be reasonable with reviews my concern always when someone gets a bad review is that the company may be trying to build a case against them so that at some point they could try to let them go for cause and without severance so i don't know if that's what's happening here but it's possible that this perf- negative performance review is one step towards them trying to push you out so the best way to deal with that is if you don't think the performance review is legitimate I want you to send them an email, detailed email outlining exactly why you disagree with your negative performance review, why you feel your performance was good. Talk about specific things, rather don't say things like I work hard. You know, give examples. You know, I worked on this project and that project and we achieved those types of a result. So be very specific let them know exactly uh, why you disagree i don't want you to to be considered to have accepted this negative review uh and and if there's ever any discipline certainly if they let you go you have to give me a call don't make it easy on them let's uh squeeze in nadia before we break hi nadia good evening hi hi what's your concern i'm calling because um look i understand we have up to 2 years to make a claim um i right. i just got let go for no reason um recently should i fight the case alone with the hr department and see if i can get more money and if i don't um should i hire a lawyer to well yeah should i hire a lawyer that will mm-hmm. 
will that hurt my case uh, or that that will hurt my case just so that I'm saving more money on fees? Excellent question. Well, well you know what? It's an excellent question. Let's get specific here. How long did you work for the company? I worked there for seven and a half years. Okay, and what kind of a job? What, what were you doing? I was the administration manager. Okay, administration manager. Good. And how old are you, Nadia? I'm 31. So someone in your situation is going to be owed potentially eight months' pay. Uh, you know, the range will be six to eight months. Uh, what have they offered you? They've offered me a severance of 10 grand. In terms of weeks or months, what, what is that? In uh, weeks, it was 10, and a half, 10 weeks. About 10 weeks. Okay, so 10 weeks, it's called a two and a half months. So that's somewhere around a third uh, of what you're actually owed. So here's the thing. I have yet to be, to be able to see someone improve a 10-week offer to an eight-month offer on their own. It's it's just not going to happen. If it was a question of them having to pay you another two weeks pay, yeah, you know what? You could probably do that on your own, potentially. There's at least a chance. You're not going to get them from 10 weeks to 40 weeks uh, on your own. It's just not not likely. I haven't seen it. The thing is, when you, when you work with a lawyer, you're sending a message that you're serious, and you, you also do one other thing. By dealing with the lawyer, you make the company deal with their lawyer, which is a good thing. Because I want them to have a lawyer because their lawyer is going to tell them what I just told you, okay? They may not realize what they owe you, but once they speak with the lawyer, with their lawyer, they will realize it, which makes it much easier to resolve. These things don't take long to resolve. They're not complicated. Uh, so you should never hesitate uh, about working with a lawyer. And again, I'm not saying it has to be me. If you don't think you like me, that's perfectly fine. Go find another employment lawyer. That's okay. But you absolutely should work with an employment lawyer. You absolutely need to do that. And it's going to resolve very quickly. Nadia, any further questions? I'll give you this. one 821 5900 That's Lior's direct number. You'll want to call him after the show or tomorrow. I would advise uh, you do that for some, some more information. We've got a few minutes here. You'll want to call through up till 8 o'clock. 416-870-6400. Star 640 on cell is the number to talk uh, to us live here on the air. The employment hour continues. Talk radio, AM 640. Yeah, last few minutes here of the show. You know, I wanted to expand on something that Nadia asked there. She asked about, you know, shouldn't you involve a lawyer? Do you have a better chance with a lawyer? She also asked about fees, too. And that's usually built into the, uh, you know, the, the not the case, but what happens at the end, right? Yeah, and I would never, ever tell someone to spend money just to break even at the right. end. Nonsense. I would never do that. So we always deal with that, and there's various ways to pay, including uh, percentages, including deferring fees, whatever it is. And we always, always work on getting those fees back from the employer. That's never going to be an issue. So don't let that scare you. So uh, we got the last few minutes here. I'm going to get to maybe one email, then we'll bounce over to the uh, the calculator because we haven't done it so far. So Joanne writes in at uh, Lior at employmenthour.com, says, I'm being harassed by my supervisor. What can I do? Yeah, and, and that's a common question, Joanne. I get that. And, and we, we talked uh, with a caller earlier today that had that issue. If you're being harassed, the first thing you always want to try to do is see if you can resolve it internally. Mm. See if you can go speak to a, a supervisor above that person, the owner, the HR person. Give them a chance to fix the problem. Tell them what, what's going on and, and give them that opportunity. And put something in writing. You want to create that record. If they resolve it, great. If they refuse to do something about it, if they do something about it and it doesn't resolve it, if you've exhausted your opportunities to resolve it internally, then you need to deal with it externally. 
which means we can potentially treat that as a constructive dismissal. I may even be able to, to encourage and push the company to take it more seriously and, and, and resolve the harassment issue, investigate and take measures. And if that doesn't work, again, use it as a constructive dismissal and at least get you out of there with severance. No one should have to suffer from harassment. If that's your situation, Joanne, let's talk off air. All right, brother, take it home with the uh, severance pay calculator. Well, John, probably six, seven, eight times already on this show, I asked people, yep. uh, I asked our callers three questions. What is your age, how long you've worked, and what the ty- what's the, the job that you have? What are the type of work you were doing? The reason I asked those questions is those are the main factors that go into assessing how much severance, how much compensation someone is owed if they lost their job. Well, I wanted to make that information available, and you can input that information in the severance calculator and find out how much you're owed. You go to severancepaycalculator.com, and you input your age, position, and length of employment, and you find out, just like I've been telling people today, you're owed six months, eight months, 12 months, whatever it is. Find out on your own if you want. It's easy, free to use, completely anonymous. You don't have to put in your name or the name of your company. Make it the first place you go to if you lost your job or if you're worried about that. And of course, always tell others about it as well. Appreciate all your phone calls in here tonight. We uh, convene for now, and we will be back on the weekend and, of course, Monday nights as well, the other nighttime show during the week here in the Employment Hour. In the meantime, one 821 5900 to get a hold of Lior or Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM640.